Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other Monday. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BMB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we continue our discussion of the fall 2020 season. So our next show is another classic, Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World. Did you watch this? I started it, and I'm surprised you kept with it. I only kept with it because the maid was cute. Am I thinking about the right one? Is is this the one where it's like very Romeo and Juliet-esque, or is that something else? Yeah, that's this one. Oh, there's, okay, okay. there's like the girl from the country of witches and the boy from the country of Magitek. Who's this maid you're talking about, then? I don't remember this. The the girl from the witch country, she has a maid. Oh. And she's like a ninja maid, and she throws <laughs> daggers at things. And she kept you watching this show. Yes, but it was a mistake. Oh, but you finished it. <laughs> I finished it. This was All my right. laundry watching show of the season. Was it at least a good love story? No, it was a terrible love story. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, there's just, like, no idea... I have no idea why they like each other. Did they at least resolve the war? No, it just stopped in the middle. I see. Yeah, it introduced, it introduced a new character, the witch girl's younger sister, and oh. then, it, then it just basically randomly ended. Oh, so the show's done, for sure, and does it look like there could be a sequel, or do you think they're going to just end it there? I'm sure there could be, but I I don't think anyone will care if there is one, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Although I've been around before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, who knows? What I do want to know is if there's going to be a sequel for this next show. Yes. Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle, which, hands down, was probably one of my favorite shows of the season just because of how hilarious, simple, and lovable this show is. It's just like a simple premise, but it's so funny. I don't know how they kept being original in every episode. It is. It seems like it should have got gotten old like 10 minutes in. Yeah, right? Because she's basically doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, she's trying to take a nap. But they keep having new demons and new crazy yeah. scenarios. The manga, I'm reading, I've been reading that for a while and it's at like 150 chapters, probably more. Hundreds of chapters and it's still fresh too. That's amazing, because I remember you telling me that you were reading the manga, and I was wanting to know if it actually did continue that trend of originality and was still ongoing. And if it is, that's just, that's awesome. And it makes me want to read it, because I can definitely see a venue towards uh, a sequel, right? Yeah. But I don't know how soon that will be. I don't know if any announcement has been made. Do you know? I haven't heard anything. Yeah, just... I think her character development in this show, like, it's funny to say that, right? Because it doesn't really seem like she's changed much. But I think she actually has changed a little, right? Uh, I don't think she really changed. I think all the demons changed and got used to her. Oh, for sure. I think they <laughs> changed. But I don't know. I feel like she was more apathetic at the start. And then she sort of had her, like, moment of realization at the very end when she revisits her home. Or is that just me seeing that? No, that, that might be true, yeah. She started off kind of just floating along with everything, and then at the yeah. end, she kind of chose to go home. 
Yeah, to her quote unquote home. Yeah, her chosen home. <laughs> yeah, this one's fantastic. I would like to see something more at the end. I don't know if there's room for it. Like, did the show end in a place where like the manga continues? I feel like the the last part wasn't really in the manga. Okay. I don't think she went home to the castle in the manga. Although I could oh. be just forgetting it. Maybe that means that they aren't going to plan for a continuation because, you know, they had to have, like, an anime original ending or something. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Okay. But could well, be I'm wrong. glad we got the show this season. It was fantastic. Yeah, and the manga is good if you want more. Yeah, I'll look into it. Yeah, the next show, I actually haven't finished this one. I need to. Strike is Witches. Is it done? Road to Berlin. Yeah, it's done. Well, the season of it's done. Okay, is there going to be another season? I don't know. I didn't finish it. <laughs> uh, I watched this with Classy, and oh. it's the first season of Strike Witches I ever watched. And this is season four, I think. Wait, you didn't see the previous seasons of Strike Witches? No. Oh, that surprises me. Did you? No. I mean, I watched some of it, and then I dropped it. I just thought that this was a show that you would have seen the original of, just because it seems like your kind of show. I think I watched the first episode, maybe, and then I then I dropped it. Oh. Maybe that has to do something with why you haven't finished it now, or are you just waiting for Classy? I'm just waiting for Classy. All right. We'll probably watch it this weekend. How are you feeling about this one? Uh, it was kind of boring. Really? It's not the worst show I've watched, but for like a show about girls not wearing pants, it was way too wholesome, I thought. <laughs> I think I recall the original, even though I dropped it. I think I recall it also being somewhat wholesome, but I also kind of consider it a classic of its genre. I don't know if you agree with me, but I feel like when the original Strike Witches came out, there was a huge following for it. And lots of, like, fan art and, like, spinoffs of, like, that idea of ship girls. Yeah. Or, not ship girls. What are they, plane girls? I don't remember. They're kind of, like, plane helicopter-ish girls, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't recall ever seeing anything like it beforehand, though I, I'm probably wrong because I'm not like, really into this type of thing. But mm -hmm. I just remember seeing a lot more of it after Strike Witches first came out. That's true. They're not actually like ship girls like in Can Kale or the other ones. Mm -hmm. they're, they're just girls who wear these weird things on their legs that make them fly. <laughs> it's supposed to be like they have armor that they fight with. Yeah. It's like a machine. It's not part of their body. But I do think you're right in that it definitely inspired a lot of other shows. So it, it was unique, and it influenced the next generation. But this current one isn't very exciting. No. But I, I don't know if it's any worse than the previous ones, since I haven't watched them. Okay. Anyway, a continuing show that is really good is Boruto, which continues to be amazing. I don't know yep. what season number we're on now, but... Somehow still going strong. Still has relevant material to the story, not just like spin-offs and stuff. Oh yeah, it's building up. Uh, the latest Dark last season was mostly about uh, was about like genetic engineering and uh, evil corporations doing human experimentation. Huh. Sounds very relevant to our times. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this show, whenever you talk talk to me about it, it makes me think about what's going on in the real world today. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. How like most anime avoid politics like the plague. Uh, well, not avoid some parts of politics like the plague. And then Boruto is the one that's like tackling it all head on. 
It's very strange. That's really interesting. It is strange, um, but it makes me more interested in getting back into this when I do get back into this. Yeah, you should. Um, but I did get back into Haikyuu to the top part two, which I think was supposed to be like, well, obviously when I say part two, there was a part one and it's just more of the same. I'm actually starting to lose steam. I hate to say this because I love the Haikyuu franchise and I know this isn't your thing because it's a sports show, but I think uh, this volleyball anime is an example of like one of the best sports anime out there, except I think they've gone on for far too long. Um, and it, I felt it a lot in this particular season. While I really enjoyed the fights against some of their rival schools, and I really le- loved learning about the other schools' players individually, like their backstories, and it makes you like mm-hmm. want to sort of root for both of them. I thought that the matches, they did that thing that you hate, where they just went on for way too long. And I'm like, wow, we're like on episode three, episode four of still the same match. Ah! <laughs> I'm like sorry. I can just stand only so many more like iterations of like they're they're super quick. Oh no, the enemy team can also do a super quick. Uh, <laughs> I was just like actually starting to get annoyed with how drawn out it was. But I think they still ended well. I did overall enjoy like the spirit of the show, and I thought it started out interesting with um. Hinata's growth uh, by not getting chosen for uh, the special camp thing. And then he went anyways. <laughs> and they let him stay. But, like, he had to be ball boy. But he learned a lot from that experience, and that showed here. I just thought the mm. matches themselves were too long. And I think the ending, once again, doesn't actually end. The, it shows, like, a win, but it's not, like, the end of the tournament, right? So that means oh, that there gosh. could be another season or a yeah. movie or something because the next match that's hinted at is, like, the big match with their number one rival school that we've been waiting for for such a long time. But guess what? <laughs> the show ends here. So how many seasons have there been so far? I know there's I don't know. It's like two four exclamation now? There's two there's... exclamation points in the title. So Yeah, I know. I think there's like four or five. Um but I I'm having a hard time remembering because I can't remember if uh VRV Crunchyroll they have a weird like organization scheme where like one of them I think was a movie but that was titled as like season f- one of as a season. Hmm even though it was just like an in-between thing. The whole thing is ridiculous how you have to count uh, seasons by the number of punctuation marks now. Well, I don't think that's the case <laughs> in this one. I think the original... Oh, really? Yeah, um, that's true for like other shows. Okay, but not Haikyuu. No, no, they all have the double exclamation mark, but then some sort of like caption after that, okay. like land versus air or season two. <laughs> Okay, so it's the Simpho Gear style, but without as good titles. Yeah, but it's done. I stuck with it because I like the characters, and I really wanted to see if they were going to win this match or not, but it was a little too drawn out, and I, I wish they had sped up the matches individually a bit more, and maybe, I don't know, focus on other areas. Okay. I'm glad I skipped the sports show. Oh, no question that this is not your thing, <laughs> but we can move on to something else now. Sure. This was probably the... Dumbest show I watched. Well, I watched Mahoka, so that's a hard <laughs> claim. But um, the day I became a god, did you see this? I watched like two, three episodes, <clears throat> and I thought I was going to get into it because I tend to be interested in these shows. Because this is what PA works. It's the June Minda. Yeah, I was like, I I tend to like a lot of his shows, but maybe it's an age thing or what. But I just <sighs> couldn't get into it. I hate all his shows. And Some of I them are more interesting one. to me than others, but maybe it's, again, an age thing. Maybe I was yeah. more easily uh, 
worked up by drama back then than I am now. I thought Angel Vitz was icky. But yeah. This one, it started off with like his his slice of life things where they played baseball and made a movie and stuff, and it was fine. And then, like, uh, it, was, it was just, like, big tearjerker fest where uh, the girl was, like, in the hospital dying and just, like, oh, my God. The, um, the nun girl or whatever her name is, the main yeah, character girl? the nun girl. And then it was very just, like, anti-medical care. What? Yeah, it was like, oh, the doctors who are keeping her alive are tyrants. They should let her be free and go do things with this random kid that will lead to her death. There is an argument to be had there that we could go on to like a whole dedicated episode about if we wanted to. But I mean, I think there is an argument to be had depending on how they, a family, I guess, and the patient, like what they want, right? What yeah, they the- actually want. She, well, she was, like, she couldn't even talk, but whenever oh. the voice showed up, <laughs> she would just, like, cry and scream. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that coming a mile away when this show first started, and, like, she appeared, I was like, she's dying. Like, she's got some sort of terminal illness or something. I suspect it as well. I've been around this circus before. Yes. <laughs> but it's over. Thank goodness. I probably am not going to finish it. Don't. Okay. Uh, the next one was also a bit of a disappointment to me. Tony Kong uh-huh. over the moon. Did I am justified. This? You were justified. You said I'm not it, finishing be... the show. Yeah, it's it's the thing where like, oh, they're cute together and they're happy. And oh my God, I'm so bored. Oh, so like, was it just more of the same? Yeah, it was just more of the same. Like, oh, they're married and they're so embarrassed when they bump into each other. Or <laughs> I think by the end they managed to like kiss once or something. Oh wow! Yeah, after being married for several months. <laughs> oh my! Interesting, but not actually interesting. Yeah, and then uh, people try to. Like, get in the way of their marriage, but they're already married, so there's not much drama. Yeah, I know. I kept hearing from some people how, like, this was such a heartwarming show, and, like, how I'd like it if I just got into it. And I just, even from the get-go, I just thought it was weird and boring. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how can you be both weird and boring, but somehow that's what this is to me. Yeah, it wasn't the worst thing, but it wasn't great either. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think the next show is, again, all you. It's the same. Not the greatest thing. Not the worst thing. Warlord Lords of Sigurd Rifa. This one, it's... The girls aren't planes, but they fly planes. And they... They help Udin uh, destroy evil monsters. Oh, this is the one with, like, the Valkyries, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, I dropped this pretty quickly, but, um... Why did you keep with it? Uh, just momentum. Oh, okay. I don't know. I probably shouldn't have. Was there anything that was redeeming about this show? I liked the first episode. (laughs) Wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah. The first episode, it was pretty good because it had, like, everyone died and it was very uh, dramatic and sad. But then it was just, like, cute girls doing goofy things. You know, this sounds like the opposite. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, Draggle. You didn't like... The day it became God, because it started out with cute girls and people doing cute things, and then it went all drama, and you hated it. 
Here you have the reverse, where it's all drama and death, and you loved it. And then it went to cute girls doing cute things, and then you got bored. That's true. What is this? Well, I think the... I didn't mind the fact that it was drama in the day I became a god. What I minded Mm -hmm. was that it was, like, very stupid and manipulative feeling drama. Mm Mm-hmm. It just like dwells on it so much, and it's like, oh, it's so sad. This poor girl, she's so cute. Her life is ruined. Whereas in the first episode of Warlords of Sigurd Rifa, it like has ten minutes building up to it, and then they all just die, and then they cry for like thirty seconds, and then they move to Japan. <laughs> so <laughs> they're like, get over it quickly, get this done with, and rip the bandaid. Exactly. All right. It felt like it was drama to set things up. It wasn't just drama for the sake of crying and making us sad. Yeah, I can see the difference. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next show, which was... Hmm, this one is also kind of like Tony Kawa Over the Moon, in that it wasn't very dramatic. Wait a minute. Oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Oh. Yeah, Adachi I- and Shimamura. Yeah, I thought you were going to, like, when the second you compared it to Tony Kaa, I was like, uh-oh, I thought you loved this show, and are you bored now? I did love this show, but since you said your last question, I was thinking about why I like this show. Okay. And I think it's because, unlike Tony Kaa, there's, like, actual challenges in their relationship. It's not just, like, oh, they get married and live together happily ever after, and their biggest problem is they're too embarrassed to touch each other. This one, they're like, there's all sorts of worries. It's like, oh, does she like me? Does she not like me? Oh, what if she's not gay? Oh, maybe I'm not gay either. It's just uh, very, like, introspective and... Yeah, I can agree with you there on the introspection, yeah. Yeah. Is that a word? Introspection? <laughs> on the introspective nature of this show. Yeah, exactly. And you liked it here? Or what was your final thoughts on Adachi oh, and Shimamura? I loved it. I thought it was one of the best shows this season. Oh, wow. That's high praise. Wow. Is it? I I was just meh about it. I mean, I think we already talked about this show by itself, right? We did. It was interesting on, I guess, premise and setup and execution. Like, that all felt fairly unique to this show. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I just thought overall, I'm not going to really remember this very well over the years, I guess. Like, it just wasn't that interesting to me Mm. i wasn't that into them as a couple and maybe that's because like particularly shimamura she's such a how do you describe her personality passive kind of not just passive i almost feel like she has some sort of mental i don't know if illness is the right phrase but i feel like she's very detached from life around her yeah i think yotan uh thought we talked about this yeah one of them had ADHD, he thought. I forget which one. Was I feel her? like it's Shimamura, right? Because she's so detached from those around her. Yeah. Going through the motions of living her life, not really forming connections with people outside of her family, um, not really knowing how to reciprocate like genuine feelings that people are giving to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it made it really hard for me to connect with her as a character. Oh, I really liked her for those exact reasons you said. I mean, I thought she was interesting. <laughs> But it, mm-hmm. it made it hard for me to truly, like, like her, because I don't know if she truly likes anyone else. Oh, I don't know. I thought she liked Adachi. I think at the end, there was some concession made about her liking her, obviously more than, say, her old childhood friend, right? Mm-hmm. 
but I still think like she's still too emotionally detached and still like doesn't really recognize like those feelings of others or her own feelings yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. And then Adachi, I think, is like too much puppy dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really a big fan of Adachi either, honestly. I don't think I could be friends with either of them. They're just both kind of whatever. I wouldn't be friends with them either, but I liked watching a show about them. Yeah, it was okay. It was great. No, Every- you know, it was great. It was the next Every- one. Everything you said <laughs> is what makes it great. So. Oh, okay. okay. We-, we agree on the fundamentals. Of me finding them boring and you thinking they're great. Yes. But we ha- we agree on the reasons for why we both feel that way. Yes. Wait, really? You liked the next one? Oh, yeah. I loved the next one, even though I I had some issues with it, obviously. (laughs) Okay. I'm curious to hear why you like this one. Kuma, kuma, kuma bear. Well, just for the aesthetic. I mean, it's a goddamn bear in a bear world, and everything she has is (laughs) bear-themed. It's just like, come on. If I could have a bear house, how awesome is that? You need to sing the song with this. Like, I'm a bear girl in a bear world. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Uh... I'm a bear girl. I just, I really do like the aesthetic of the show. I thought it was a fun idea. There are lots of threads they left hanging. There are some questionable themes in the show. But I liked, I guess, the general attitude of the show. What were the questionable themes? I remember reading some people's comments afterward that I didn't think about when I was watching the show. But then them raising these concerns kind of made me think about it later and be like, oh, should I have been worried? I didn't think about it that way. I think one of the complaints that I read was considering the ages of some of the girls in this show and, like, how concerned as viewers we should be considering, like, the way they interact with the main character. Oh, like, she's a pedophile? Yeah, although, like, I don't see her viewing them in that light. Like, I just think of her as a big sister. And I, I feel like she views herself in that way. Like, sure, you can have a crush on someone who's older than you. Maybe those little kids have that feeling towards someone older than them, like look up to them, have a crush on them. I think that's kind of natural, but I don't think she reciprocates that kind of feeling. Huh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't like this show at all, but I didn't... I didn't get those vibes at all myself. I didn't get those vibes, no. No, but it did make me, like, stop and think. I was like, do I think that? No, I don't. It was kind of weird how she sort of had a harem of little girls. Yes. Yes, I think that's that's what has been pointed out, right? <laughs> and like looking at their age and she's like got a lot of them. But how old was she? She seemed like a little girl too. Yeah, I think she's maybe in high school or something, but like based on what we saw at the beginning, this is one of the loose threads I'm talking about, right? Where it shows her having like this interesting home life and just like the connections that she has with her family seems very distant, right? She lives by herself it looks like. Yeah. And like sends money to her her relatives, like her grandpa or something? I can't remember even. Yeah, her grandpa. And, and so it just seems like they have a very disconnected relationship. And I thought that that was going to be returned to at the end of the show, but they don't. It basically yeah. feels like this fantastical world is now her home. That that pissed me off, because the first episode like had all this interesting stuff, and then it just never went back to it. Yeah, they never went back to it. And so I kind of wondered, what was the point of that? Like, you raised that... And it made me think that there was going to be some kind of character development. And I think the form of character development that they did as a response to it was maybe that she was able to come to terms with her own feelings towards these people in this fantastical world, right? Because she seemed unable to have that feeling of closeness with anyone in her real life. And then through her repeated interactions with people in this new life, she's finally able to make that emotional connection, I think is what they were aiming for. 
I guess so. Yeah. But I'm I would have seen sure better growth if I had seen it then later applied to her real life, right? Exactly. I was really disappointed because the first episode, I really liked the part with like her family and her grandpa. Yeah. And then it just never came back. And it's it all just never just went back. Happy bears in the happy bear world. Yeah, she and she never went back, right? Like, she was basically... Oh. This is basically an isekai. She travels to another world, even though it's supposed to be a video game, right? We never see her log off and leave. Oh, I thought she couldn't do... Could she? Yeah, I don't think she can, but they just, like, never address that later, right? She didn't seem too concerned, no. <laughs> nope, nope. She just sort of accepts that this is how things are now. Yeah. Which maybe that says something about how little she cared about her previous life. I think so. But I did think the theme of the sh- like the the artistic themes of the show are so damn cute. <laughs> like the the battle of the bear versus the kraken, like that cracked me up. Yes, it, she it finds a kraken cute. and she boils him alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of this. I, I I did enjoy. it. I know that you didn't. So we can talk about the next one and see how we felt about talentless Nana. I thought it was great, except I for it was the great ending, too. which ended in the middle. I was like, are we really ending here? <laughs> yeah. I went and read the manga afterwards. Wait, wait. But is there going to be another season? Did you see any news of that or not? I didn't see any news of it. I don't see how they can just end like that. They do this all the time. It pissed me off because, like, I was getting into it, right? Even though I might not like her, I, I kind of changed my, my my feelings on her went back and forth. Yeah. I didn't like a lot of the other characters, but the ending I thought was well done, and then it just stopped. Exactly. It reminds me a lot of that uh, Roka no Yusha. Do you remember that one? Um, There's people in a fantasy world, and one of them's a traitor, and you don't know which. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, it was this very dramatic. I think it was a Night Anima show. And at the end, they find the traitor. And then, like, the last 20 episode- seconds of the episode, they introduce a new character who might also be the traitor. Oh! Oh, I think I remember this now. And then they just stop, and we haven't heard of any sequels, right? Yeah, yeah. That one. I, oh I felt gosh. just like I felt after that one. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I just, I do hope that there is, like, something, a movie, a special, another season. Like, how can you just stop like that? Because I thought this show was actually quite good. Yeah. And it seemed to be well-received by viewers. I don't know. Um, But, like, why would you just... Drop it like that without the intention of doing more, unless it really is. It, go read the manga. I read the manga, and it was actually a pretty good manga, too. So so you do recommend reading the manga? I do. And it does satisfy that, that need, right? Yes, although it's not okay. finished yet. Oh, no. <laughs> it, <laughs> Maybe that's why, too. It's still in progress. Uh, and okay. it goes a lot further than uh, the end of the show. But I did think this was a, a fun show, and I, I did like seeing, like... Her, it's no surprise that when she was a kid that she loved games like uh, Go, Shoji, Chess, mm-hmm. right? Because of how analytical she is in uh, every one of her situations. <laughs> yeah, I love how her voice changes from like the cute, innocent girl to like evil mastermind mode. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I also like, I came to like, what's the girl's name? The, the, the healing the girl. Dumb Bond girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me, also a me puppy something. dog. You know? Her ending, her last arc there was actually more touching to me than I expected. Same. Yeah. She, she, her just, her appearance is so goofy and the way she talks is so annoying, but she had a good arc. I think they did a really good job of sort of explaining their relationship and we, we got to watch them grow 
right, as characters, especially Nana. I did not yeah. expect that. And so by the end, I was actually really invested and actually really sad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good show. Yeah, let's hope for more. But otherwise, I will just have to read the manga. Yep. Now, I don't know if I'm going to ever read the There's source material for this Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena, or... I think it's a late novel. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever go out of my way for this one. Apparently, it's much worse than the anime. Actually, that's hard to believe. That's what I've heard. What is your final consensus on this show? It was interesting. She's a horrible person, but it was <laughs> it was interesting. It wasn't boring, shall we say that? It wasn't boring, yes. Yeah. There was always something to talk about with this show. Not usually positive, but at least we could talk about it. I did, I did really like the last episode. You mean with all the multiple Elenas? Was that the last episode? Yeah, that's the last episode. Yeah, I thought it was really weird. It took me a bit to like really get going with it. But I did think it was an interesting and a creative way to end this the season. It was. And it kind of called her out of it for being such a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do these, especially like the zombie Elena or like the, all the different types of Elenas, I was thinking, is this really like a facet of her personality? Because I haven't seen this. What what the hell is slime Elena? <laughs> <laughs> but like every new one that we met, I kept like thinking back on previous episodes and trying to make a comparison to like where we could have seen this side of her. Yeah, I'm not sure about slime Elena. But. Yeah. Yeah, her character is so interesting to me because, and maybe this is a testament to her growth over her travels, but like the things that bother her at the end of the season compared to the things that did not bother her that we already talked about at the beginning of the season, right? It mm-hmm. just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Maybe I, I think bit. the things I enjoyed the most with this show were I really enjoyed seeing, I guess, the younger versions of their teachers. Mm-hmm. I liked their teachers. Yeah, the teachers were okay. And I thought their backstory was fun. I like seeing her with Saya. Very, very romantic. I could do without that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like I'm coming up short on what else I honestly liked about this show. I think I liked the world is interesting. Like, how varied it is. And I can see why this, like, is a thing that's traveling through all of these interesting places. Yeah, I always feel like these shows, they're kind of half-assed, though. Because they, yeah. like, never commit to anything. You're just like, well, oh, I think that's what their appeal, right? Week. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I think what I liked best is just Elena and how much of an asshole she is. <laughs> what new way can she be an asshole today in this episode? Yeah, it's kind of the show that you, like, enjoy getting mad about. Yes, And so I think we're finally at our last show of the fall 2020 season, and that's Akudama Drive. This is one of my, uh, probably my favorite ending of the season. Really? Yeah. Would you call this your favorite show of the season, or it's really good, it's just your favorite ending? Hmm. Well, it's a tough call if this or Mahuka. Oh my god. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I think this was my favorite, but the ending was really good, especially... I didn't think it would have the guts to go where it did. Same. That was actually really surprising to me. I didn't see that coming. I somehow thought that everyone was going to live happily at the end. I don't know. (laughs) I thought so, too. (laughs) That they were going to all get away and have, like, a new life that they're all starting over with. But that was not what they decided to go with, and I respect them greatly for that. Yes. It was good. We probably shouldn't spoil too much, but... I mean, come on. This is a review. People are used to... We already spoiled, like, how many other shows before this? Well, we only spoiled bad shows. So. Oh, is that so? <laughs> I think that's okay, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I think what I like most, <laughs> if we're not gonna, if we're gonna try to avoid spo- spoilers, but we did talk about this show individually as well. Okay, okay, we can't spoil it. 
No, no, no. We don't have to spoil it. We can at least like talk vaguely about the things that we liked the most about this show and then encourage people to go watch it. Okay. Yeah, my favorite was the just general feeling of fuck the police. <laughs> yeah, basically. And the way that you treat your people, right? It's like so hypocritical how they have their, inf- is it, what are they called? Executioners? Yeah, it but was then, not, like, not their subtle. weird relationship <laughs> with the actual police was very at odds with one another. Yeah, the the police are literally called executioners, and no, no, but they were actual police, right? Um, you see them at the end where you have, and you see them a bit at the start too, where you have like the executioners that seem to be like they have a special treatment, like this whole other authority that they answer to, and then you have actual like police, police. Yeah, but I think like the executioners were kind of the elite of the police. I feel like they are two separate bodies, and one supersedes the other. That might be true. Because it shows that they can't they can't act without that guy's say-so, right? Yeah. Regardless, though, the executioners were representative of the police. Yeah. And I don't think they ever came to terms with that at the end. I don't know if they ever really came to the realization that they are no different. Maybe they did, because there was like a whole deal about it, right? Where like the public was screaming at them that you are Akudama. What makes you any different? Yeah, I think the public came to terms with it. I don't think the f- executioners did. I kind of hoped for that, like, especially after their face down with Swindler. Um, mm-hmm. I was hoping that there'd be some sort of horror realization or something on their faces once they, <laughs> you know, saw the results of the things that they had done. But I didn't actually see that. No, they don't get a redemption arc in this show. And I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But I also just, I really love the aesthetic of the show. Like, the art style is fantastic. Animation, the... It just has its own style, not just in art, but in music. All of it was pretty great. It looked really cool. It looked very cool. And then I thought the writing was fairly strong. And like you said, the ending, like they really went with their guts and they gave it to us. They didn't try to like give us a happy ending or what they thought people wanted. Yeah. I I did think the thing with the two kids was the weakest part. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. What did that even add to most of the story? It's kind of just like the device that gets things moving. I think so. I don't know. I almost feel like we need another talk about this show, specifically on its own, (laughs) to talk about them and like the way this show ended. Yeah, there's a lot to say. But it was a great show. Everyone should watch it and decide for themselves. Agreed. Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaiseki Anime Podcast or on our individual accounts at Draggle underscore Coon and at Anime BNB. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify. Thanks for listening. See you next time.